Welcome to the College Christian Chat Podcast, a show geared towards helping college women balance school, life, relationships, and intimacy with God. I am your host, Sharon Elise. Now, I know the month of January marks a time when people undergo corporate fast with their churches. Uh, The fast that is often most popular during this time of year is the Daniel fast, where you fast for three weeks, eating only fresh fruits and vegetables and abstaining from meats and sweets. But of course, you can modify the fast to your liking. It's, you know, generally however you feel led to do it. Now, fasting is a practice I became familiar with in college. But in looking back on it all, I realized I often fasted with the wrong motives in mind. I used fasting as a form of a bargaining chip with God, as if he were some type of genie who would automatically grant me what I wanted. It was like, okay, God, I'm sacrificing food for you, so I know you'll be pleased and reward me with what it is that I'm asking for. But no, it doesn't necessarily work like that at all. Now, with that being said, let's talk about some reasons for fasting. The primary point of fasting should be intimacy with God. It's a time to draw close to him and a time of surrender on your part in which you ask God to pour into your spirit and ask him just exactly what it is that he wants from you not necessarily what you can get from him. Now, you can fast when you need clarity from God about a major decision or if you're seeking deliverance from something or need a major breakthrough in an area of your life. I also recommend going on a fast when you feel spiritually dry or depleted and want to reestablish a connection with God for um, revitalization and renewal. Uh, You'll be amazed at the things God will download into you during times of fasting because fasting places you in a position to block out all distractions and it sharpens your spiritual senses. The mental clarity I experience during periods of fasting is out of this world. And I often incorporate social media fasting in addition to abstaining from food. And I'm going to be honest, now that I've become more acclimated with fasting, it's often hard to end fast and return back to a normal day to day life lifestyle because I just feel so at peace. Um, Now, remember when I said you can't use fasting as a bargaining chip to get what you want from God? I'm going to give you an example of that. Shortly after graduating from college, I landed a job where I had to deal with a boss who was a complete tyrant. I would go to work each morning with my stomach in knots. I was totally miserable. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to fast one or two days each week until God blesses me with a new job. Long story short, I was at that job for four years. Let that sink in for a minute. And yes, I was fasting for different periods at a time within those four years, fasting and praying, crying out to God to deliver me away from that job. And there were times I was heavily discouraged and I would even become angry at God because I would watch other co-workers come and go. They would be able to get hired on elsewhere. And I was like, God, what about me? It's not fair. Don't you see all of this fasting and praying I'm doing, going home in tears sometimes because I'm so unhappy at this job? Why won't you do something? Why are you ignoring me? But God wasn't ignoring me. I realized years later that he was strengthening me during those times and fasting helped because it gave me the spiritual muscles I needed to endure those hard times. God showed me that I couldn't always run away or escape from unpleasant situations, but his grace would always be there to sustain me. I can't even begin to tell you some of the favor and blessings I experienced through that job. God came through for me time after time in so many different ways. And while I would love to sit here and tell you I eventually ended up finding another job and living happily ever after, that wasn't the case. I ended up getting laid off from the job. And get this, 
It took me three whole years to find another one. In the meantime, I was working as a contract worker and I had a lot of temporary job assignments like secretary work and substitute teaching. It was nothing really consistent. And that was one of the most confusing times of my life. I ended up having to move back home with my parents and I was so upset because it seemed like my former boss got the victory. After being let go from that job, my life seemed to implode. I wasn't working and I had to rely on my parents to give me money from time to time. My fate took a huge hit and I fell into a deep depression. I told my mother I didn't even see the point of fasting because it seemed like a total waste of time. After all, I spent almost four years fasting and all it landed me was right back in the house I grew up in and having my parents support me as if I were a child again. But what I didn't understand at the time is that God was being strategic and that long period of unemployment I experienced was actually a time of rest and restoration. He was giving me um, time to heal. I developed a lot of deep emotional wounds as a result of dealing with my former boss. And as a sidebar, let me tell you now to never allow someone to have that much power over your emotions. It's not worth it at all to fear man in such a capacity. But God was also preparing me for the journey, the journey, I'm sorry, that I'm on presently, which is to be used more powerfully as his vessel. Losing that job was the beginning of a true faith walk for me. And once the smoke had cleared, I was a published author. And soon thereafter, this podcast was birthed. So in essence, all of those years of fasting was not in vain. God had a much greater purpose in mind. I just had to trust him to work it all out. Speaking of trust, shortly after my first book was published, my church went on a social media fast. Now, I warred with this because I was like, how am I going to promote and market my book if I'm not on social media? I mean, I can't just disappear for three weeks after dropping my first book. But it was a fate test and I obliged and God opened up doors for me that year by connecting me with book clubs and opening doors for other opportunities for me literary wise. But, you know, all I had to do was just trust them. Now, I hope that testimony has not scared you off from fasting. (laughs) As I mentioned before, there are different ways to modify fast. And I'm just going to share with you the type of fasting that I do. When I first started fasting as a college student, I would choose one day out of the week and abstain from food from midnight until three o'clock in the afternoon. I would only drink water and I'd also chew gum or mint to keep from having bad breath. Um, Some people frown on this, but fasting really makes your mouth dry. And I don't like, you know, talking to people with hot breath. And as I grew more accustomed to fasting, this was after college, I would increase the fast to at least three days a week, sometimes five. And I would even do a seven day fast, but I would still end it at three o'clock each afternoon. Presently, whenever I fast, I do it from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for however many days or weeks I feel God is leading me to do so. I start my mornings with prayer, of course, and then I do a devotional reading from my Bible app. Or if I'm doing the 365-day Bible reading plan, I'll read the assigned scriptures for that day. I make a point of incorporating prayer throughout my day as I'm fasting, like during lunch breaks, and I often journal my prayers too. Journal writing has been so therapeutic for me. Um, In the past, it was difficult to go on an extended fast, such as the Daniel fast, which is 21 days, three weeks, at the beginning of the year because my birthday is on January 9th, and I enjoy celebrating my birthday at restaurants. So being on a fast during that time is very limiting to what I can eat. 
So I was glad when my church began um, starting the corporate Daniel fast in mid-January. And as I mentioned before, you don't have to just abstain from food. You can also choose to fast from social media, television. Again, it's all about what you feel God is leading you to do. Speaking of which, I did want to mention how in November of 2019, as I began to map out my goals for the upcoming year, which was 2020, I made the decision to fast every month, every Monday for the entire year of 2020, because I was seeking God for some direction and open doors of opportunity that I was hoping would manifest in 2020. So I decided to fast once a week to carve out some personal time with God and seek his guidance. Now, at the time that I made this decision, I had no way of knowing that the pandemic would hit. COVID-19 was nowhere on the radar at the time that I um, decided to do the fast. But receiving that mandate from God to fast one day a week for all of 2020 soon became so significant once the world was in the midst of the pandemic, because fasting every week is what kept me afloat spiritually, you know, because uh, church shifted to online services. So it was up to me to go deeper within God now that I was no longer attending live church services and the fast allowed me to do just that. I have to admit, God really blessed me in 2020. He allowed me to be able to keep my job and still get paid. I work as an elementary school librarian, and with my particular job position, I couldn't really work from home. But it was nothing but the grace and favor of God that allowed me to keep receiving my full salary throughout the work from home period. It was like God was saying, here's restoration for all that you endured in the years past when you were unemployed. I'm repaying you and making sure you are provided for. And actually, that was my faith confession for 2020. I had declared it would be a year of redemption and restoration. Um, restoration. Now, I'm about to conclude this episode, but I did want to recommend a book. It's by Pastor um, Gentezen Franklin. I hope I'm saying his name right. And it's titled Fasting. It's phenomenal and it's a great resource to read. And it goes into deep detail about the practice of fasting and all of its benefits. So try to check it out. You can find it on Amazon. And speaking of reading material, I'd like to include a little fun fact. The title of this episode is a play on words from my preteen book that's called Think Fast. It's about a girl named Casey. Her mother is laid off from her job. So Casey recruits her friends to go on a corporate fast with her on her mother's behalf, uh, petitioning God to help her mother get her job back and make a way for them during that tough down, tough time. Sorry. It's a real cute story. And I've had adults reach out to me and tell me how much they enjoyed it and how it blessed them. So if you want to check it out, you can find it on Amazon as well. It's titled Think Fast, and it's the first book in my preteen series that's called the Slumber Sisters. And if you're subscribed to Kindle Unlimited, you can download and read it for free. I want to close this episode with a word of prayer. If you are fasting during this time or whenever you choose to fast, I want to pray a prayer of agreement that you receive the full benefits from your period of fasting. Father God, I lift up this listener to you now. I stand in agreement and intercede, joining my faith to theirs that whatever they are seeking you for during this time of consecration, may they receive a breakthrough, mighty God, be it a financial blessing, a prayer concerning school, a situation on the job, whatever the need may be, Lord, meet them at their point of need and bring forth clarity and direction. I pray your grace and favor upon them this year and God speak to their spirit continuously throughout the year. Lead and guide them into another fasting period if necessary, Father. Help them to be fervent, to do what it takes to draw closer to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to spread the word and follow the College Christian Chat podcast on social media. Also hit the subscribe button so you won't miss a future episode. For any questions or prayer requests, you can reach out to me via email at cccpodcast21 at gmail.com. Again, that's cccpodcast21 at gmail.com. Chat with you later. Be blessed.